Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 74 is entitled, The Law of Liberty. Freedom and agency are gifts of God governed by law. Liberty is a creation of man, which is made possible only when the laws of man are in perfect balance with the laws of God. Language cannot preserve liberty. Language may help us to celebrate liberty. But only divine law can help us to create liberty. Only commitment to truth can preserve, protect, and perfect liberty. When the laws of man move away from the laws of God, even if the language of liberty is kept, the concept of liberty is lost, and man becomes a prisoner to his own self-deceptions. Just as when the spirit leaves, the body dies, so it is when the spirit of Christ leaves, liberty dies. The body without the spirit is dead. Liberty without the Spirit of God is dead. History has shown that freedom without voluntary moral restraints will consume itself. Man cannot survive in a world of moral relativity, uninhibited pleasure, and moral decadence. It is against moral law and will eventually self-destruct. If we feed the natural man and starve the spirit, we fall below the animal kingdom. We will exceed the animals in cruelty, in dissipation, and in degradation. True freedom requires a perfect knowledge of temporal law. True agency requires a perfect knowledge of spiritual law. Good and evil are absolutes. They are established by God, the very God who created all mankind equal. Man can determine what is allowed, but he cannot determine what is good. Truth can be discovered, but not created. That is fixed. Obedience to the laws of God is the only good disobedience the only evil. If man calls evil good and good evil, then our knowledge of agency becomes confused. Conscience becomes corrupted, imbalance occurs, and liberty becomes the victim. Here's the difference between a society ruled by man-made ethics and a society ruled by moral absolutes. Moral absolutes are defined by God as stated in the Holy Scriptures. Our government was built upon the Ten Commandments. Hence, our laws were based upon the absolute laws of God. A society ruled by man-made ethics redefines good to mean any new ideology or ethical system based on the opinions of man. Absolute laws override personal opinion and do not regard man's opinions. Absolute laws are no respecter of persons. A majority may change man-made laws, but a majority cannot change the laws of God or the laws of liberty. In other words, law is the standard upon which everything is based and does not change with the philosophies of man. In a society ruled by the absolute laws of God, man's behavior is judged by those absolute standards. In a society ruled by man's opinions, then the standards of judgments are shifted to accommodate the majority. Ethics change as opinions change, and laws are rewritten to accommodate the new standards of judgment. That is where we find ourselves today. Our nation is in transition from the Ten Commandments to the revised ethics of a godless society. 
The majority no longer believe in moral absolutes. They believe in moral relativism. A democratic republic cannot survive moral relativism. Moral relativism leads to the breakdown of law and order. Good is called evil, and evil is called good. There are four absolute laws of liberty upon which this country is founded. Number one, the Ten Commandments, also called the Law of Liberty. Number two, the teachings of Christ, also called the Perfect Law of Liberty. Number three, the Law of Equality, expressed in the Holy Bible as the truth that God is no respecter of persons. And number four, the Royal Law, which means to love the Lord with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Liberty can only be perfect when those laws are lived perfectly. However, we do not live in a perfect society because Christ alone is perfect. Therefore, it can be stated this way. Liberty increases as we move closer to the four laws of liberty. Liberty decreases as we move farther away from the four laws of liberty. In science, there is a term called critical mass. In physics, it is the minimum amount of fissile material needed to maintain a nuclear chain reaction. I shall use that metaphor when describing liberty. If we reach the point of critical mass in violating the laws of liberty, in other words, if the majority reject the laws of liberty, then a chain reaction will occur that will destroy liberty and there will be no turning back. At this day, we are reaching critical mass in America. Let me review the four components of freedom. 1. Free will. 2. Freedom. 3. Agency. 4. Liberty. Free will. Free will is a gift of God. It is spiritual, not temporal. Will is the desires or intelligence or consciousness of every individual. Will is inherent in every one of us. Intelligence or consciousness has always existed. Intelligence or will cannot be created or destroyed. God is the father of our spirits, meaning that he placed our immortal intelligence into an immortal spiritual body. In other words, we are children of God with inherent will, which can only be released through law, giving us free will. God, the highest intelligence of all, is not the author of intelligence. Otherwise, he would have to create himself, which is impossible. Intelligence has always existed. That is why God is God. He is the greatest intelligence, and we don't even compare, nor can we comprehend God. God, however, did create free will by organizing laws and giving us agency whether or not to obey those laws. Obedience to law increases free will, freedom, agency, and liberty. Disobedience to law decreases free will, freedom, agency, and liberty. When we were born on earth, our spirits were placed in our physical body. Will is part of the spirit, not the body. We have free will because absolute law exists. There is absolute natural law and absolute temporal law. Regardless of opinion and regardless of man-made laws, absolute laws never change. Regardless of society, the will will remain free as long as we obey absolute law. Freedom. Freedom is directly related to temporal laws. Temporal laws, like spiritual laws, are absolute, but they are limited to our world of entropy. There are two sets of absolute laws. Absolute spiritual laws, which deal with good and evil. Knowledge of good and evil gives us agency. Absolute temporal laws, which deal with different levels of bad and different levels of good, which governs mortality. Temporal laws give us freedom in a mortal world. All spiritual laws and all temporal laws are established by God. He sets their boundaries, 
He gave them to us so that we could maintain our agency and increase our free will. Agency. As said above, agency is the ability to discern between good and evil. Good is obedience to spiritual law. Evil is disobedience to spiritual law. Those standards are set by God and do not change. To increase agency, we must know the truth and obey the truth. Man may give away his agency, but without his permission, it can never be taken from him. If man calls good evil and evil good, then he has begun to forfeit his free will and will lose his agency altogether. With the loss of agency, liberty will fall. Liberty. Liberty is based on man-made laws. Morality is based on absolute laws. Liberty can only survive in a world where man-made laws are in perfect harmony with the absolute laws of God. If man turns to moral relativism, he will lose his liberty in a very short time. He will lose his agency because he will no longer be able to discern between good and evil. He will endanger his freedom because hedonism soon destroys the physical body. The physical body is not infallible and will jeopardize his free will because free will is entirely dependent upon obedience to absolute laws. If a person gives himself over to absolute evil, the Spirit of the Lord will withdraw from that person, and when that happens, he has lost his free will. Repentance is the only thing that can bring back free will. Fortunately for us, the atonement is always available to those who repent. Unfortunately, however, the will to repent frequently leaves as the natural man takes completely over. Only God can make that judgment. The ideal government is based on a perfect balance between man-made laws and absolute law. Absolute laws are not negotiable. That is why democracy depends upon the majority of people rejecting moral relativism and firmly hold into the absolute laws of God. There is no room for compromise. Inherent in God's plan is respect for human intelligence. He created laws that we may expand into our potential in free will, intelligence, consciousness, happiness, and life. God made us equal by creating equal laws for everyone. God creates equality. Man invents himself. Any attempt by man to create equality will create inequality. Every law of God is designed to make us free. Every law of man is designed to restrict our freedom. For liberty to exist, we must protect religious freedom. That is the only model for a true republic. Think of truth as perfect knowledge. Think of light as the power of truth. Through obedience to the laws of God, we increase in truth and light. In other words, we increase in liberty. Glory is the combination of light and truth, which is the power of God. In a democratic republic, we must respect the independence of man and put self-reliance first. Faith in self, faith in others, and faith in God are essential for good government. Therefore, all laws must be the same for everyone. A society ruled by absolute values directs all advancement for the benefit of man, thus increasing freedom and agency and securing life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Peter tells us, 1 Peter 2, 16-17 As free, and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God, honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the King. Our freedom is in decline today because we have ignored the counsel of the chief apostle. Today we are using our liberty for a cloak of maliciousness what James calls all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness.
Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.